Hello, my name is Feather, and you are listening to Splintercast Reads The Bands of Mourning. When we last left off, Wayne dropped a water tower on my daughter's wedding, and I'm pissed at him. And then Wax found talked to some Kendra and found out that his sister is involved in this whole like Bands of Mourning plot. So we're gonna go halfway across the continent to go find her, probably, because that seems like a waxish thing to do. Also, Morasi was awesome and Steris was perfect, as always. So, now that we're caught up, let's do this. Chapter 4. So, we're in Wayne's point of view and he's looking for the good stuff. I'm not entirely certain what he means by the good stuff, like alcohol or, like, good things to steal. I don't... I don't know. It's Wayne, so it could be anything. Let's be real. So, Wax appears to be upset by the fact that he's going, but Steris is, like, totally chill with it. So, oh, oh, he's mad at the Kandra. Oh, mm-hmm. Oh, snap. Yeah. I mean, it's it makes sense that he would be upset by the Kandra and by Harmony. Ha, ha. <laughs> and Wayne describes it as, Poor Wax, that had busted him up right good, it had. Yep. Hmm. Wayne says, Harmony wasn't the only god anyway, and that was what Wayne was about today. What? What other what other god are you talking? Is this his extended, like, church metaphor when he went into the bar? Like, alcohol is the other god? Wayne, I don't know what you're talking about. Also, I'm really hoping that we somehow undermine Telson, uh, Wax's sister, as the damsel in distress. Because it's looking very straightforward, damsel in distress, right now, and I would be a little annoyed if that were the actual plotline that we're going with. Wax's poor sister has been kidnapped by his evil uncle, and now he must go save her. It'd be kind of cool if she were, like, at working with his uncle willingly. And his uncle was just sort of pretending that she was captured to piss, uh, uh, wax off. That would be, that'd be fun. God, we just need good lady villains. Like, let's make Wax's sister a villain too. Why not? Watch me. I'll make everyone a villain. Everyone is bad now. You're welcome. Except for Staris. Staris gets to be exempt from this. Because she's great. What am I talking about? Go back to reading, Feather. God. Oh, oh, and Staris is like, I mean... If you're taking my sister, it would look very odd if I were not accompanying you. Oh, that's that's true. You don't... Like, I know Marasi is kind of your, like, partner, partner-in-law. partner Can you say partner-in-law versus partner-in-crime? I guess partner-in-law is more like a law form partner, probably. Anyway, but she's like your crime-solving buddy, but you kind of need to take your fiancé and not just be traveling around with her sister. Mm-hmm. I can go, but stay out of your way. Stop, Stairs. You're so cute. Wayne, shut- I forgot that we were in Wayne's point of view for a second, because it switched to uh, just dialogue, and then he came back and he's like, being all- making fun of him in his head. And I'm like, stop it. Stop it, Wayne. Stop. Quit. I'm gonna thump him on the nose. Don't. Speaking of thumping on the nose, if you hear- there might be some background noise in this one, and that's because since I don't, th- yeah, I think since the last time I recorded one of these, I've gotten a kitten, and her name is Dalish, and she's very cuddly, but she may come up and try to like talk in the microphone and stuff. So hey, that could be fun. Anyway, oh snap! 
Vardell just became my favorite character. <laughs> Good afternoon, young lad, the Kendra said. Are the adults home? Oh, snap. Oh, my microphone's making weird noises. Uh-oh. Don't make weird noises, microphone. Anyway. Oh, Vendel, you're you're now my fave. Congrats. You just you just made fun of Wayne and I'm still mad at him for messing up the wedding, so you're you're a good person now. Even though I don't think you're supposed to be a good person, you have now been dubbed a good person. <laughs> nice flower, the candor said. Can I have your skeleton when you're dead? Yes. Okay, yeah, I kind of love Vindel a lot all of a sudden. <laughs> that immortal book's getting creepy again. Okay, and Wayne says something about he's glancing at Wax's liquor cabinet, and maybe something in there would work for what he needed for his offering. So I'm guessing this is, in fact, his extended sort of, like... Because he did the thing last book where he was in a bar and talking about it like it was a church. Um, so I'm I'm guessing this has something to do with that. Unless... Oh, Wayne is secretly like a cultist who needs to steal things for an offering. I don't think that's the case. Oh, someone someone is here and she is purring. Hi, Dalish. That's my microphone. Okay. Dalish. Dalish. Dalish, stop. Huh. Okay. So they're talking about who's going to go and who's not going to go. And Wax says... It might be helpful if Vendel accompanied them and says we could use an extra Metalborn. Do Decandra count as Metalborn? I guess because of the hemallergy, maybe? But I don't know. I don't really tend to think of hemallergy as a, a, a Metalborn thing. One, because it's not a metal that you're born with. It's like something that gets shoved into you violently and probably hurts a lot. Um... And, like, the the Kendra, the Kendra don't really have, like, alimantic or ferrochemical powers. They're just, that's just kind of what they are as a result. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Wayne is upset that Wax has locked the liquor cabinet, saying, What a fine heap of trust Wax showed in him. You were literally about to steal from him, so maybe he's showing exactly the right amount of trust, Wayne. Oh, and they he tried to give Wax an earring, and <clears throat> Wax is declining. <laughs> Someone doesn't want to talk to Harmony. I wonder if Wax still considers himself a Pathian. Hmm. I mean, I guess technically the closest thing to his religion would be being a Pathian, since he knows that Harmony is real, but probably not feeling too reverent toward Harmony at the moment. Now Wayne says he has a quest. Let's see what Wayne's quest is. He's talking again about the god with whom he must meet. He's not fond of his flower now that he stole from the vase. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Wayne is now hiring a boat for the entire day. Aren't you going to get on the train in four hours with the rest of them, Wayne? Don't be dumb. Don't be dumb. <laughs> oh, God. And Wayne's pretending to be Wax. All right. Ladrian. Waxillium Ladrian. Okay, then. So is he actually... He talked a little bit before. High first octant accent with a little terrace stirred in. Rich. Very rich. Is he actually mimicking Wax's voice? Or is he trying to... <sighs> 
And I forgot how method of an actor Wayne is. He's actually thinking of himself as though he were wax. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good line from him, though. You can't just say, don't be offended, when you say something offensive, man. That's not how it works. Of course, he was talking about fashion, so it's less applicable, but it's a good philosophy in general, I guess. Ah. Uh... What is Wayne doing? He's not only messing with his accent to try to throw the boatman off, but... Huh. Oh, I see. So he wanted to do it all without paying. Alright then. Wow. Okay then, Wayne. Oh, I just... Like... His antics are less endearing to me now. He's almost annoying me because I know that he's mean to Steris when he sees her. And I'm less willing to forgive when he, like, manipulates boatmen into getting places without paying. <sighs> Heavy sigh. And now Wayne is working at a potato cart. I'm confused. Hmm. Okay. I'm a little bit confused about what all Wayne is doing here. He's not talking to urchins. He... Okay, Dalish. Not in, not in the microphone. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Kitten, kitten troubles. Uh, so Wayne is talking to urchins, and he traded his uh, silver fork for a bunch of meat buns, and now he's having them distribute them to those in need. Is Wayne, like, doing charity? I don't... Are you trying to win me back over, Wayne? You, you only have to do one thing to win me back, Wayne, and that's be nice to Steris Harms, okay? What? <laughs> And now he fell into the canal. Wayne, what is going on? What is happening in this chapter? I'm really confused about it. I'm hoping Brandon's going to come through with, like, some massive reveal. And all of a sudden we totally understand why Wayne has done all of these things. Oh, okay. All right. We'll just, we'll just keep going. Oh, oh. If not, it was probably poetry, considering what he'd done to Wax this morning. Talking about falling into the, uh, canal. Yeah, you do deserve to fall into the canal, son. You dropped a water tower on my darling's wedding. Do not do that. This is a bad thing to do. Stop. <laughs> and now he's stealing a traffic cop's, uh, notebook. Wayne! What? What? What is happening? I'm so lost. And he's realizing Wax is probably going to get into trouble for Wayne's escapades, and he's hoping they don't find Wax too much. He's just... I don't know. I'm just... Wayne has very little sense of, like, personal responsibility. Oh yeah, they're gonna make Wayne pay for my... Or they're gonna make Wax pay for my crimes. I don't have to worry about them. And hope it's not too large, but like he he doesn't feel like there's any consequences for these these immediate actions right here. And it's endearing at first, but after a while you're like, oh, okay, but really. Okay. Hmm. The god's new temple. She'd moved here a few months ago. This isn't Renette, is it? Wayne. If this is Renette, I'm gonna be Oh, gosh. Renette was a jealous god. 
Oh my gosh. <sighs> Wayne, she's she's not interested in you at all. And this whole like deity thing is probably just gonna freak her out. Like okay. Oh, he's saying goodbye. Like he's not gonna keep coming after her. And she relaxes. Aww. Good. Alright, Wayne. Alright, you're you're winning me a little bit. And she smiled. Aw. Wow. Wow. And, and then and then he asked for a threesome. Okay. Wayne, it's like one step forward, two steps back. All right. Okay. Wow. All right. Okay. Just leave, Wayne. Just leave. Just, just walk away. Just, just go. <laughs> Don't suppose when we're looking fondly on this conversationalizing and our memorable farewell. We both just forget I said that last part. No kidding. I'm wishing I could forget that last part, Wayne. <sighs> Heavy sigh. <laughs> and now he's cheating a coachman for a ride using his empty wallet. Okay. <laughs> the grumbling coachman, who seemed well aware he'd been had. Ha. So he didn't quite get away with that one. Huh. And he's pretending to be drunk. Interesting. Interesting. Why are you... I'm so... I'm so confused by all of the things that Wayne does. Let's be real. And that's the end of both chapter four and part one. I forgot that the parts are shorter in this book. I'm used to like... I got used to like Words of Radiance again because I was reading it to uh, my mom and sister over the holidays. And it was like, oh, yeah, you know, like 20 chapters per part. And we get back over here and it's like, uh, four. Anyway, part two. Let's keep going. One down, two to go. Let's do this. Chapter five. So Renette sent Wax a new double-barreled shotgun. Beside it, in their own indentions, were three spheres, each wrapped in a thin cord. The spheres and cords he'd expected, the shotgun was a treat. Interesting. <laughs> so it's a super powerful shotgun, and she says it will require increased weight on your part to fire. Recoil should be exceptional. That seems not... maybe like it's gonna hurt. Maybe you should have Wayne fire that one so that he can heal from, like, what the recoil's gonna do. Huh. There's protesters, and they're throwing eggs. Elendel oppression. Oh, she's she's reading. <laughs> Steris is reading. Okay. <laughs> I like that she gets like so distracted that she can't really hear anything. Um, it seems like it might be important. Okay. The history of New Saron. Yes, the name Saron has a very disturbing history. Like I was saying, I'm pretty sure it used to be the Inquisitor headquarters, um, the conventicle of Saron. Aha, look at me, knowing cool Mistborn trivia. Yeah. So they're talking about the railway system now, and how everything passes through Elindo. And the outer cities don't really like it, they'd like some more direct lines. I feel like that's that's a that's a good idea. Like, don't... If you're not trying to rule over them, Elindo, then you need to let them interact with each other. Hmm? I like that Steris seems to be moderate when she's talking about these sort of things. She's like, here's 
what the outer cities are feeling, but here's the way that Alindel is feeling. And she seems to be very not really taking a side or trying to push. And that's like my favorite way to talk about political things, to be quite honest. So, I don't know, just more evidence that A, Steris Harms is perfect. Steris is just so understanding. Like, Wax doesn't know much about their house's financial situation because she's been running it. And she's just like, it's okay, the last few months have been difficult. You're excused for letting your attention to politics lapse. And I'm like, she's just supportive and sweet and understanding and... Yeah, you guys only thought I was going to be reacting to the book. You didn't know you actually signed up for Steris Appreciation Podcast 2016. Here we go. Steris, you're a delight. How could anyone ever think you dull? It's so true. So cute. You can't simply turn in someone else's work without making certain the work was done properly. Besides, they're off three clips in this quarter's financials. They're within three three clips of five million boxings. Wow. She's just she's so cute. Um he flipped okay. So he's looking at her book and Oh no. Oh no, Steris, what are you reading? Oh no. I think I'm going to throw up. Oh. Oh my gosh, I love her so much. She's reading. She's she needs she needs the talk. Uh oh. She she tried to interview some prostitutes. I'm crying. She's oh stop. They're being cute. Oh no. You're worth more than your ability to bear children, Steris. That's right. There's my money, too. And all I am to this arrangement is a title, Wax said. It goes both ways. You can shoot things, too. Whatever a proper lady needs in a man. Murdering's very traditional. Goes all the way back. Is that a talk about about Vin murdering people? Going back to the Imperial pair. Ah, they are talking about Vin. It was the lady in the relationship who did the murdering. Reasons why the Mistborn series is the best. The Imperial pair. I just love that. I get so sappy whenever they mention the original Mistborn characters. I just melt. Like, feather puddle. Someone that's like, yeah. uh, I can't even talk anymore. The cutes have overwhelmed me. Oh, this was to be the night. Oh, that's kind of a weird thought, (laughs) that tonight was supposed to be, like, the first night that they were probably going to sleep together, and then not so much. Okay. Oh, if it eases your mind, we don't need to be involved with any real frequency, particularly once a child is provided. I don't imagine your research will be necessary for more than a dozen... Oh no! Oh no, she's wilting! No, see it, Wax, she really, she really loves you. She really, really cares about you. Oh, no. No, no, no. I'm upset. I do like that we don't necessarily see, I feel like it would be very obvious to make the, you know, kind of odd 
character, confirmed autistic, uh, be the asexual one. And I like that, you know, Wax kind of jumps to that conclusion, but it doesn't seem that that's actually the way that Steris is. Um, like, just because she doesn't necessarily feel um, like it's going to be something that's really natural to her, I feel like... It's definitely something that she wants, and it's definitely something she's interested in, even though their contract says... I'm actually crying right now. I'm trying to talk seriously, but there's, like, literal tears coming down my face from my eyes. What is this nonsense? Brandon, this is not a scene that's just supposed to make me cry. And yet. <sighs> All right, then. It's become a habit for us to pretend this relationship is nothing more than titles and money. But Steris, when Lessie died, everyone wanted to talk to me, speak at me, blather about how they knew what I was feeling. But you just let me weep, which was what I needed more than anything. Thank you. What we are together and what we make of our future need not be spelled out by a piece of paper. The contract need not set our bounds. Oh, oh, so cute. Okay, so his. Spheres and cords are a new kind of grappling hook. Interesting. And now they're doing ledgers together. And it's cute. I chip them so hard, you guys. Like, for real. Like, actually major shipping. Okay. And that's the end of chapter five. So, oh no. There's another broadsheet. But I can't actually read what it says. So I think I'm going to mostly skip this one. It says the new us, but I can't see this. From New Saron, I see. So we will have to, I may try to find another full copy of these because they're way more fun when you don't have to like leave off in the middle of words and stuff. Um, so I love the broadsheets. The broadsheets are so cool, guys. They're like, A, they really help like set the scene and they're also just really fun to read. Okay. Anyway. Hmm. Okay, now we're with Marasi. We've gotten one of each of the main three in this little trio of chapters. So she's reading about some kind of monster that rather uh, drew. Possibly spikes. Huh. We'll have to see. Stick to transferring powers, Spook's book says, and you'll be better off. Trust me. Which, Okay. I, I will agree that um, staying away from the spiritually genetic modification of various organisms is probably a good thing. But I think we should probably stay away from the power transferring, too, since that also involves murder. Like, okay, I've had this discussion. I warned you guys that I'm a Dragon Age fan. But I've had this discussion online with some people about blood magic in the Dragon Age series. And there's some people who are like... Oh yeah, blood magic could be used for good. And I'm kind of of the camp that blood magic is always a bad idea, no matter what your reasons are. Like, maybe you're really desperate and that's why you do it, but it's still a bad thing to do. I think I'm kind of the same way with hemology. Like, just don't do not do hemology, children. I mean, it's, it's literally blood magic. That's what it is. Except it involves spikes instead of just, like, blood. But don't. No. It's bad. I disagree with you, Spook. Don't stick to transferring powers. Don't don't do anything with it. Stay away. Don't do drugs. Don't do hemology, kids. Ooh. 
And Spook was in favor of gathering elderly or terminally ill and asking them to sacrifice themselves to make spikes. Yikes. And there comes back Trell. We still don't know who or what Trell is. Huh. Kandra flesh remained in its human-like state once cut free of the body. I didn't know that. <laughs> so Wayne has come over and is now um, doing things. He's asking for lots of liquor, but won't be any more specific than that. Mm. So Marasi's talking about um, feeling like she's no more than an appendage. Um because everything in her life right now seems to involve wax. Um, the Kandra only tried to hire her because they actually wanted wax. Or they, um, things like that. Aradel only gave her the job because he was interested in someone who could keep an eye on wax. And I definitely understand why that would be frustrating. Because wax is not that cool. And the fact that you're getting, like, all of your accomplishments are just because you know him. It's kind of like, oh, lame. Hmm. We'll do all that work, find that spike, and get back to the Kandra. Then they'll think Waxillium. Hmm. <laughs> They're talking about lions now, and I forgot that there's, like, giraffes out in the roughs, that apparently the wildlife around Alindel is actually more like a savanna, and that was, that was just fun to remember. <laughs> wow, Okay. Well, Wayne, at least you ain't a broke, dickless feller what can't even pick his own nose properly. And I feels better. I'm surprised that Brandon wrote that line, actually. Okay. Hmm. And <laughs> Marasi is lamenting that Melon is pulling off a dress, which would have needed quite a corset to normally do. But she probably just modified her body to fit it. That is horribly unfair, actually. Oh. Huh, so they've got the Pathian earring, and she's tucking it away. Does Marasi- is, are Marasi's ears pierced? That would be kind of interesting if Marasi, like, I don't- I don't- is, is it a piercing stud? If it is, you could probably just, like, shove it through your ear, but if it's not, then you definitely need to be careful about that. But I don't know, that could be kind of interesting, like- Marasi talking to Harmony for a little while via the earring intended for wax, you know, like, taken over. I don't know. That could be fun. Also, my cat is asleep on my arm, and it is now putting my arm to sleep, and I can no longer feel the fingers on that hand. So, struggles. Struggles, y'all. <laughs> oh, there, it's like a puzzle that Steris and Wax are finding the clips together, and they're being cute. I love it. Wayne would say it's because I'm brilliant. Wayne has the mental capacity of a fruit fly. In comparison to him, anyone is brilliant. <laughs> Heck yes. Steris is digging Wayne back, and he totally deserves it. In fact, I don't think Steris even knows that Wayne ruined her wedding. I almost want her to find out and, like, go on. Go get... Yeah, go off on him. Heck yes. Heck yes. So she just tossed the folder at them. Now she's heading back for the front of the train. What? What? And there's a gunshot. Frick. And that's the end of chapter six. Dang it. And I have plans after this. 
So I can't just keep recording and leave y'all. Frick. Dang it. I totally... I was talking to my housemate before I started this, and I was like, but what if I get to a cliffhanger at the end of the three chapters? And here we are. This is not fair. This is... How how dare you, actually, Brandon? First of all, how dare you? Second of all, how dare you? Dang it. Okay, well, I, I gotta be good. I have things to do, so guess I gotta sign off for the the night, the week, whatever. I'll see you guys next week. You or you will listen to my voice in one week's time. But oh, I'm freaking okay. Let's see if Dalish wake wake Dalish up. Get her off my arm so that I can turn the recording off. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this. I will be back soon with more bands of morning. For now, this is Feather signing off.